Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to TSP, Tarif's Speakers Podcast. Now, I have another guest with me today, and it's this beautiful day, actually, outside where we are, based in Wally Co. Tribe, and it's, it's really nice and sunny, finally, after some really weird and awkward weather. It's probably going to go back to the way it was. But I have a special guest, and, and this man, we, we play Venn together, and if you guys don't know what Venn is, it's essentially, it's, it's a card game, and well, actually, I'll let Steve explain this, because <laughs> I don't think I'll, I'll explain this well myself. So, Okay, thanks, Drew, and thanks, thanks for having me on your podcast. Yes. Pleasure. Venn is a side project that I'm working on with three others at Co-Tribe. Um, yeah, it's a bluffing-based card game, I suppose, to sum it up simply. Once you've played sort of a couple of games, most people seem to figure it out from there. Yeah. And a lot of people find it very addictive, as I'm sure you, you do. Yeah. Well, as I know you do. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, so with, with this card game, it's... Well, now, there's a special call sign. Now, it's it's the, the pissed off... Oh, well, the piss off call sign. You stick a two middle, you stick a not two middle fingers up. You stick a two fingers up. You're in the air. Just a call. Want to play Ben? Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, um, yeah. If you're not familiar with Ben, it just looks like you're being very rude. <laughs> um, but once you know, once you know, then that yes, that's how you you begin a game of Ben. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 talk to me a bit about yourself and just just introduce you to people and what you did. Okay, so my my job for money, as in yeah, how I earn money. I'm a web developer. <laughs> I work for myself. Yeah. Um, I build web applications uh, for businesses, more more data management tools mm. than your brochure sites. Yeah. Um, so I, I quite enjoy diving into the database side of things. I build, yeah, build applications to help businesses sort of manage their data and whatever else it is they need to sort of keep track of. Yeah. That's my work. Okay. Yeah. Great. Nice. And then going to the core questions that we have for the podcast, just talk to me, talk to me about one of your experiences of, of public speaking and just let, let's delve into that and really get into, into the... Okay, so for me, the most um, I work for myself, and I'm con- constantly trying to find new clients to get new projects. Um, so, as far as public speaking is concerned, I'm having to present myself and my business to people mm. all the time. Let's try and explain what I do, um, how I can help them. So, yeah, in, in the initial conversations, it's, yeah, again, getting an overview of overview of what I do. Yeah. Uh, and then once I know what they need, I then have to pitch, pitch a specification to them, which is often done face to face or over the phone. So that needs to be delivered. Um, and that's yeah, that's the main things uh, through my work. Yeah, <laughs> good, good stuff. And then if we go back to the beginning, let's say maybe let's talk about you know the first client that you you know that you're working with when you were speaking to them. Did you have any sort of issues in communication or was it, you know, just getting straight to the point with, with what you need to say or did, did you have a, like a certain style of delivery? Uh, no, I'm still still working on my delivery style. <laughs> I think that's a work in progress. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't find speaking comes naturally. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that's going to come across on this or not, <laughs> but just, like, just making stuff up on the fly. 
I find it quite difficult. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's always, I like to have a better idea, an idea before I start of what I'm going to say. And I, I find that helps. Um, but yeah, I, I just normal, normally muddle my way through it. Yeah. When the person I'm talking to glazes over, I stop and <laughs> wait for some sort of feedback from them. That's, that's about as good as my method is at the moment, I think. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Just, just wait to see what the other person says. Yeah. But no, it, it's, it's perfectly fine. I, you know, it's, I think, talking about speaking off the cuff, it's quite a difficult thing to do, like, like mm. I said. And it, you know, as he said, it's always good to be prepared. So let's talk about a moment where you may not have been so prepared and something might have gone wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that time when someone asked me a question in a podcast about when <laughs> I might not have been prepared <laughs> and I hadn't pre-thought of what I could say. <laughs> that, would, that would be a good one. Adam, you were there. Oh, you was were there. I? Do you remember oh, that? Oh, I, I was. Oh, uh, well, that's, well, thank you very much for listening, guys. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to leave with Steve, so... Uh, <laughs> but, uh... Um, okay, so, so if I'm talking to clients, I guess quite a lot in my, in my line of work, um, it's, it's endless, the things that I, I need to know to do a project. There's always something, every project has a new element that I need to know. And it's inevitable that a client will ask me about this when I haven't, I don't know... I don't really know what they're talking about, so I have to try and try and give an answer that doesn't make me look completely clueless. But I still need to be upfront that that's something I I need to research or find out more about. Yeah. Um, I guess that's that's probably the most common situation. Just don't to say really. I, again, I haven't figured out a good way to to respond. Yeah. I just just take it as it comes each time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's perfectly fine. I think sometimes in certain situations, you may not be able to prepare for certain things that a client may yeah. need from you, and you know, just like boom, we need we need this from you, Steve, and we need it now. Can you do this? Uh, yeah, give, give me a couple of minutes, but I, I know we can work on this this thing here. But uh, I just need to do a bit of research about this in a, in a bit more detail. Would, would that be, would that kind of summarize what you were trying to get there? Or yeah, just, yeah, I think that. That's pretty much it. And it's difficult because there's a lot of backward and forward, a lot of information going backwards and forwards. So they'll say, we need this, and then I'll do a little bit of research, find out more about that, and then that's, okay, that raises this question, then I ask them. And um, it's much more useful to do that face-to-face. -face. Like, I'm sure you you know, you can spend days emailing backwards and forwards to someone which, which could have been a five-minute conversation. So it's, I guess, when I'm in those face-to-face -face client meetings, it's it's making sure I capitalise on that time and make the most out of it, mm. which I, I tend to do. And then there's always email and phone calls as backup. Yeah, and, and and as you said, you know, having those face-to-face -face meetings rather than emailing is much better. Because of course, you're there with the client and you can get as much as you can out of the way with whatever it is that's sorted. So it's. Talking about those face-to-face -face client meetings, talk to me about the best experiences that you've had in speaking to them. Um, nothing springs to mind of wonderful client meeting experiences. Uh, to, to be honest, even now, I, I sometimes feel a little bit nervous going into those situations, just because I, I can't, you can't prepare. I don't know what they're going to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, with this kind of thing, it's obviously, it's a two-way conversation. It's yeah. not just me talking. Um, uh, I don't know, I just sometimes, if I have a meeting and I, I have 
the majority of the answers. Nine out of ten things I could answer without mumbling or going uh, or fumbling my words, then I'll go away feeling pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but I don't have any specific examples yeah. of that. Yeah, so, no. Well, um, one other thing I did do uh, related to my business was I I went on a uh, it was called the Entrepreneurs Academy run by Rygate Advanced Borough Council. Okay, and oh, it's yeah. uh, I think they they run it every year. Right. It's for, for startups and new businesses, and they, it's every It's like once a week for an afternoon for 12 weeks. Okay. They sort of teach you about business, and then at the end you pitch. It's like a Dragon's Den style pitch, so everyone who, who was on the course pitches to four local business people. Right. And they, in the end, they choose one person, and they get a, I think it was about a £5,000 grant towards their business. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so that was the most high pressure thing that I've done because right. it was just me with a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> pitching to the Light Dragon's Den style pitching to these four people. Um, but that was okay because I knew I had exactly five minutes and I could plan it and I had a script and I just went over the script like a hundred times yeah. and I just regurgitated it at them yeah. <laughs> and that, that was fine. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, they videoed it all as part of the process and I watched it back and it didn't look too, I didn't cringe too much. So it, it went okay. It was when they started asking questions afterwards that I, I got all that fumbly, you know, I don't know what to say, problems. Um, but yeah, that one was all right. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> and, and just, and talking about, you know, when you were standing up on stage doing that Dragon's Den thing. Yeah. How, how, how did you feel in that moment? Of course, you said you prepared, but mm. how was, did you feel physically or, or mentally when you were... Uh, yeah, I was nervous. Um, it's not something I do very often at all. That, I mean, yeah, pitching to three other people was by far the biggest thing I've done. Yeah, um, yeah just a bit nervous. But then because I had a plan, I knew exactly what I was going to say. I could focus on that. I didn't have to worry too much about anything else. I had this my script to focus on, and that kind of that that was my focus point. So I didn't worry too much about being nervous or anything like that. Yeah. Good, uh, good. And and how how long ago was was this when you done that? Um, about two or three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's just good. And, and just to just kind of go into that, you know, you're talking about being prepared and the right frame of mind and going over everything. What are your thoughts on public speaking? What what should it be? What does it look like? Um, I guess the first question is what is public speaking? Mm. You need to define that. You're turning to, back uh, on me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. well, I, can, I can tell you what I, I hadn't, honestly, I hadn't really thought about a definition for it until I knew you were going to start asking me questions about it. Um, with, without giving it any thought, I, I don't know. I just assumed it was, I guess, conf- speaking at conferences or sort of bigger bigger events like that. But I guess really it's just any any conversation okay. with someone else. It's about getting your message across, isn't it? Yeah. And being articulate and making sure that the person or people you're talking to understand the point you're trying to make. Yeah. So... If that's roughly the right definition of public speaking, then I think yeah, public speaking. The main thing is just that you know what you're trying to say and how you're going to say it, and you need to make sure that that message is conveyed to the people or person you're talking to. Mm. Yeah, no, and, and I think you know there isn't a clear, defined definition. 
you know, of course, Google and, and find something, but when you really think about public speaking, what it means, everyone has a different point of view. You know, there are certain things. As you said, you know, you've got conferences and big events and delivering this delivery. Um, but I think, yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that definition there. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to chop you down as like, just get out of a podcast. <laughs> no, of course, you know, and that's what makes us, I guess, unique. We have our own style. So it just, just you know, just just defining kind of you know, just to go towards the end of this. What are your? Would you give any tips to, to people if, if they're doing they're doing public speaking? Anything that you've picked up in the past, shared to two or maybe it's one person now <laughs> listening. <laughs> to to yeah. um, I guess obviously preparation if. If you're doing like if you're presenting and you know what you're presenting, then you, you want to prepare. Yeah, that's obviously going to make a huge difference. Um, I guess the more traditional side of public speaking, you have a time, a, a designated period of time that you have to talk in. Yeah. So make sure you can condense what you're going to say into that period of time, and you can cover all the key points in that period of time. Um, prepare if if it's that kind of thing. Um, if you're likely to get feedback then obviously you want to try and it's another kind of preparation try and preempt what people might ask mm. um i think i guess the worst part is just being uh being caught out or being put on the spot and something coming to you that you're not expecting so uh, preparate i guess preparation is key prepare as much as you can yeah uh, practice i guess for bigger just yeah practice in general yeah practice and preparation i don't know and practice with your friends <laughs> yeah. just video, video yourself yeah. I, I'm just thinking this is not stuff I've done yeah. I'm just just trying to think of things now because <laughs> I yeah that's alright my yeah my typical process if I'm going to a client meeting yeah. is I just have it in the back of my mind for the few days before the meeting okay and then that, that's about as far as it goes if, if there's anything I think of that I might be asked I don't know the answer to yeah. I'll, I'll try and look it up yeah. that's about it that's quite interesting because it's, it's like you know, like you said, you have it in the back of your mind. And some people, you know, they, they, they may not be able to store it in the back of their mind. They may need a sheet of paper to, to look at or maybe have some notes or maybe some sort of visual aid. That's, 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 I, I think that's quite cool that you have you need to say in the back of your mind right there and you'd be able to just check it out when you need to. Yeah. So I think that as a skill is, is really great, especially... If you're preparing a speech, then you don't need to have a, a massive script in front of you. You've got everything stored because you really know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, in that way, so I, I, I think that I think that's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, as well, but it just um, just to, just to finally summarise then, going back to the, the the way that you store memory and and how 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 would you learn? script that that's interesting it, do you have a certain method or just is it just you look at it you go through it and everything and just try and remember as much as you can or, or is it um yeah well i guess my only experience of having a script would be uh at this presentation the strategy 10 style thing yeah. and i literally had it in my hand in front of me okay. and i read it a million times yeah a lot before i went so i, I kind of knew it i didn't have to refer to it that much yeah. but it was there um, I guess just as a safety net, I mean, it's a lot of the time you don't need it, but if it wasn't there, you're probably more likely to panic because you, you know you might get lost. But just if you, if you know it's there to refer to, 
then it's just kind of it takes away a bit of that anxiety I suppose yeah um, but yeah. So what was the, what was the uh, the question? I can't remember the, I, the I, main I, question. I, 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 think, I, think, <laughs> I think that's that's what it was. You know, how, how do you you know learn? Oh, learn the script. script. Yeah. yeah. So I am haven't had to. Oh, actually, okay. This might have been useful to bring up earlier, but I was. Um, <laughs> hey, this is off the cuff. <laughs> yeah. This is this, this is how we roll on TSP. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was in a band uh, for a while. Yeah. And we we performed at the music festival a couple of years ago, mm. and we did. Our set was like six or seven songs, and one of the songs was a song that I wrote and I sang. So I guess singing is a type of public speaking. Yes, no, of course it is. Um, yeah. So that was obviously I had to learn the script or the lyrics, uh, and I forgot them halfway through the song and just just stopped singing for a little bit, which was pretty rubbish. Um, and so yeah, that's another another failed example of public speaking. If you don't mind me asking, what, 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 what was the? Do you remember the song? Or what, what that was? Or, or yeah, yeah. What like the, the name of the song? The name. Of, yeah. Uh, it was called Repetition. <laughs> it's, it's a song I wrote um, yeah. about the the humdrum of life's repetitions. Okay. And I did not repeat it enough to myself before the, the <laughs> performance because I forgot the words halfway through. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was. That was that. But I, I think I think we've just tapped into a lot of things. I don't think we don't think we can finish it because doing songs and I know of course you do you play the guitar really mm-hmm. well and I I've tried to play the guitar and I've tried to play Johnny Cash hurt and I've just hurt my fingers more than I've <laughs> actually played the song. So going to to you know to play music in front of a live audience. Yeah. What are the kind of feelings that you have you know before you go up on stage? get onto the stage and show. I find that more high pressure. Uh, not so much... That was probably the, the biggest crowd I've performed in front of. Okay. But I don't think that really bothered me as much. I think the biggest pressure is because you're playing in a band, you can't... You're kind of... You're, you're in time with everyone else. If you make a mistake, you can't just sort of stop and start again. You just... <laughs> you, you go in. Like, you have to get it right all the way through. Yeah. If you forget the words, it's going to be pretty obvious, yeah. as it was, because <laughs> the singer stopped singing. Um, but so I think that's probably the most high pressure because because of that fact. Whereas obviously, if you're doing speech and if you just have to stop to refer to your notes, it, people are like, "Oh, that's fine. A couple of second pauses, no big deal." Yeah. Whereas when you're playing music, people are going to notice. <laughs> you can't go, no, 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 la, la, la. Yeah, back <laughs> <Like> again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's the most sort of high pressure thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And and what what got you into doing these gigs? When you start doing, why? Um, I don't know. I like playing guitar. Um, I like having a go at singing every now and then. And How I guess you're singing. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> sing it but... to you or something. <laughs> I like to sing when there's lots of other noises going on to hopefully drown my voice a little bit. There's, yeah, the guitars and drums hopefully cover up most of my noise. Mm. Um, but what, yeah, why? I guess it gives it a point. It's kind of fun playing guitar at home or even just playing, like booking a studio and playing with some friends. But it gives it, gives it a point if you actually have a gig. Mm. So I guess the same with public speaking. You, if you actually have an event that you're talking to, that's kind of what you're working towards—the next sort of key milestone in your your 
life yeah. <laughs> whatever so yeah. it just gives it more of a point yeah i think yeah and and i think that's you know um it's, it's always interesting how some people they may just you know they may just view public speaking as one thing but what you just said and singing and stuff and trying to you know, hope people to the band to drown out the <laughs> yeah. voice. Uh, again that's public speaking and you said earlier that every conversation that you have essentially well, where do you draw the line? Is the ooh, when ooh. you have a chat at the checkout? Is ooh. that public speaking? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you tell me. Well, where, where would you draw the line? I, I guess it's any yeah, any conversation with another person or people, isn't it? Really, anything. Yeah, is a public conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I suppose speaking kind of has less of a. Uh, less of a focus on the conversation part side mm. of it. I guess public speaking might be more you're delivering a message mm. rather than a two-way conversation. Okay. Yeah. And maybe that's where you can, that you can start to define a line. Yeah. Yeah. Since it's so it's interesting. So, let's say if I was walking into a coffee shop and I maybe so that oh, hey Steve, how are you doing? What are you, you going to get today? Oh, we're going to get some coffee. And then so so you would consider that as as like a public speaking where my no, just, my my definition, my my own definition of public speaking is changing as we're having this conversation. <laughs> I love it. I think maybe maybe public speaking is more about delivering a message, having mm. a purpose to it. Okay. Um, whereas, yeah, a casual conversation yeah. is probably not public speaking. Okay. Even though you are exchanging messages to people, there's no pre-planned purpose to that yeah. conversation. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's my current standing on what public speaking is. May change. No, it, it, it may change again. I, I, might, I might have to edit it. And this is just my voice. In. Steve has decided to change this part again. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. Please stand by. <laughs> okay, great. Well, look, Steve, I, I really appreciate you coming on to TSP and, and sharing your thoughts and experiences and also talk about your, your gigs and stuff that you've done as well. Um, so any... Would, would there be any sort of final thoughts you want to say at all? Say anything to, to the one person that that is that is listening, which would be me again. I mean, I might, li- I might listen to this one. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, final thoughts? Anything. Um, well, I think I think this has been great. Thanks so much for having me, Tarif. It's been a blast. You've helped me understand a little bit better what public, my own personal definition of public speaking. Yeah, okay. Um, I hope some of the things I've said spark some inspiration or ideas to, to your listener, yeah. slash listeners. Um, yeah, uh, there you go. That's yeah. my, my closing thought. Yeah. That's great. Okay, no, that's good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, or lady, or gentlemen, or fish, dog, cat, your cats or pets, I like to listen to my podcast. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> what, what I'm trying to say is doing these podcasts and, and, and doing this on a weekly basis, this, uh, again, uh, you know, sharing your thoughts and ideas and experiences of what public speaking is, what your experiences of public speaking has been like, and, you know, giving these tips and, uh, and ideas to people is essential. A lot of people, they may have to, you know, cash out a lot of, a lot of money to do a public speaking course when actually there are simple things that you can do. 
don't need to necessarily go pay someone to teach you. These are things you can do yourself. Now, with one of the courses that I have online on Udemy, which is the confidence course, and, and I'll share share a link. Essentially, gives you which is uh, which you can get for free with a code that I put on on the website and on this post. Um, essentially, it gives you the platform to find your confidence. That's all you need to do, and then you find your personality yourself. But by doing these little techniques and going through those tips, you will find that without having to splash out maybe whatever it is. Somebody might pay a hundred grand or ten grand or whatever it is. You don't need to do that. You do the work yourself, and you will become the public speaker you want to be. Well, Steve, thank you again. Thanks a lot, I'm sure they heard the handshake, but <laughs> I will put in handshake yeah. <laughs> in, in subtitles. I appreciate you coming on, and I will let you get on with the rest of your day. And I might, I don't know. Just kind of enjoy the sunshine. Yeah. Well, whatever's left of it, I think, <laughs> I think it's kind of covered up now.